Welcome to the Heartbeat for Realtors podcast, the podcast made to help realtors grow their business. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage right here in Fort Myers. Welcome to an episode of the Heartbeat for Realtors podcast. Thanks for being with me. Today, I got a, he's, he's an old friend, and this is the first time we've ever talked face-to-face. Andrew Pollock with Lead Pops. Andrew, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Great to uh, chat with you via video. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, just quick recap. Uh, Andrew and I met, what were we thinking, mid-2000s, right? Yeah, 2005-06-ish. Yeah, he uh, sold me on a website, and for a couple years, man, we, uh, Bounce marketing ideas off each other. You had to listen to all my stupid stuff. I did the same thing for you. It was a good time. Dude, you were a, a pioneer of Craigslist marketing. It doesn't work the way it used to work, but man, I wish there was an archive saved somewhere. I'm going to look at the, the you heard of the Wayback Machine? It's like the uh-huh. internet time machine. You can travel in time and look at things from like 20 years ago. Okay. I need to go in there and try to see if I can pull up Craigslist posts. I doubt it'll be there. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't, but man, it was, it was gold. You were really smart with what you did is what I can say about it. It was funny and some of it was tongue in cheek, but it was effective. And that was really yeah, I'd probably be in jail right now if I did some of that stuff. But so, <laughs> Hey, we're here to talk about uh, your business, man. You're, you're killing it over there with lead pops and you know, a lot of realtors listen to this podcast or video and you know we were talking in uh, internet com- or lead conversion you know internet leads is a big deal and we deal with a few agents out there or a lot of agents that you know work zillow leads and all these other internet leads and so you got some advice some tips on that right i'm a one-trick pony and that's that's my trick brother <laughs> all right so let's get into it man let's get some advice for realtors out there what what can you advise them on to help convert internet leads. Yeah, so much. Okay, so I would say there's a lot we can learn from looking at what some of these big companies do. If you look at Zillow, if you look at Realtor.com, if you look at some of the strategies that they that they put in place to convert leads from the traffic that they get, it, it, mm-hmm. it is the rocket science and it's, it's stuff everybody could be doing. Yet, when I look at realtor sites, when I look at loan officer websites, nobody's really doing it this way. So it's like be a nosy marketer and start to kind of take notice of, of some of the, the ways they, they pull leads in. You know, a lot of people are so focused on driving traffic. That's all they, that's all they think about. I got to get traffic. Google rankings. I'm going to pay per click. I'm going to run Facebook ads. But they don't stop to think, where am I taking people? Like, how am I going to convince that person once they hit my website to give me their information because clicks I can't sell houses to clicks if I'm a real estate agent you know what I mean we got to convert these people and and convince them to give us their information their name email phone number ideally but there's a way of asking for that information that's going to convert at a high rate and there's a way of doing it that's going to get you Batman Bart Simpson fake phone numbers and, and a bunch of people that don't even interact or engage at all they just see the way you're asking for information and they bounce and that that's that's an expensive mistake to make when you're selling homes and, and mortgages and you know the, the commission on that is pretty high obviously so if we're losing people that we could be converting just if we approach them approach them differently that's that's a fix everybody can can implement and that's that's kind of you know that's my bread and butter it's there's a fancy word for it or a phrase for it it's called conversion optimization it just means okay. let's let's do more with the opportunities that you have 
before we spend more money on marketing. It's like in many cases, we could convert more of the traffic you're already getting by, by tweaking a couple things versus spending more money and just letting people continue to slip through the cracks. So do they find that like those, the long form, like you just said with Zillow and realtor.com, that they're way more successful getting consumers to fill out the entire lead form the longer it is or that long form? Okay, well, that's a great question. So there's kind of a sweet spot. We did a bunch of testing. We built out uh, the, the system behind Zillow's mortgage marketplace in 2013. Uh, obviously, those are mostly buyers, you know, some refinance in there as well, but a lot of buyers coming through Zillow uh, at a much higher rate um, than, than other websites. We did a, a similar thing for, for Bankrate, okay? So another site, another billion dollar company, we built out all the lead forms for their advertisers. We actually were able to test different, different things, colors, images, graphics, uh, what questions to ask and in what sequence. These things make a difference. The number of these, questions. These companies contracted you to do that? that? That was my first big client, 2013, shortly after we launched wow, Lead Pops. Cool, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's the basis of what we built the Lead Pops system off of. What we learned from Zillow, what we learned with Bankrate. We built this out for two, $2 billion companies. We said, why don't we package this up, turn it into a product, give this to the little guys, let the realtors, the, the loan officers, use the same tech and strategy these billion dollar companies are using, but do it for mm -hmm. themselves, you know? So we turned it into a software and then we turned it into a consulting and, and website company that does the same kind of thing these, these big companies are doing. Okay. So what we, what we found is there's a sweet spot. Two few questions, you will actually, in many cases, it's not across the board, all this stuff is testing, different traffic sources will get you different things, uh, different conversion rates, but there's kind of a sweet spot with how many questions that you ask. Two few questions, there's not really a whole lot of commitment there. So if you're very quick to presenting, give me your name, email, phone number, tell me where you live, the, the stuff nobody wants to give up when they hit a website, you're gonna see a high bounce rate, a low conversion rate, and you get a lot of Batman, again, Bart Simpson, fake phone number. There's not really a commitment there, so people are more inclined to just give you something bogus just to kind of see what happens next. Mm -hmm. Too many questions for obvious reasons, that scares people away. So between 12 and 20 questions is, is kind of a sweet spot. You ask enough information where people, they've spent maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute answering questions, but you have to present these questions in a way that doesn't scare people off. If you present them all at once, you're scaring people. If it's a whole bunch of fill in the blanks, people don't want to want to do that. You know, so there's there's kind of a sequence to doing it. There's, there's a gamification to it. All that means is make it kind of like a game, make it fun, make it interactive, present the questions in a way that doesn't scare people off. So one at a time typically works really well. And if they just kind of keep presenting themselves, one after another, and you're going to keep pulling them in and, and getting them engaged, you have a much higher commitment at the end of the process when at the end you ask for a name, email, and phone number than you would if you, you turned it inside out and the first thing you asked was give me your contact info. So that's, that's kind of the, there's a psychology to it. It's like, hey, ask them a bunch of questions. You get a higher qualified lead. Get them to spend a little bit more time on it before you ask them for stuff they don't want to give you. And you're going to get a higher pull-through rate. You get a better conversion rate. You get a, a better quality lead. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of then presenting these lead forms to people strategically throughout your content. You know, that's something that, that Zillow does an excellent job of, especially when you're on their website, every which, which way you go, they've got a button, they've got a link. It's, it's strategically embedded throughout their content and their blog posts and their calculator on their real estate listings, every single page of that website 
is, is one click away from pulling you back into that questionnaire. So they make it very visible and very accessible. So they're always, as you're reading along or playing with a calculator or looking at a listing or whatever it is you're doing, they're pulling you back into that questionnaire because they know timing is, is of the essence. You've got a small window of opportunity to convert somebody. So we have to, as we provide content and information, continually present that, that button. And that's all it is because people overthink it. It's just buttons and links. You, you place them strategically and kind of layer them into your content and you pull people into a questionnaire. So that's all it is. It's a questionnaire. It asks for information in a non-intrusive way, makes it really easy for people to kind of answer questions that don't scare them off. And you pull them in, into the end of it, which is where you get the sweet stuff, their contact info, which without that, you don't, it's pointless getting all the traffic and, and spending time and money on marketing without that is it's, it's a, it's a waste. Gotcha. So let's act like um, they submitted their information to you. You got it. You're the realtor. It pops up on your email or your phone, you know, via text or something. What's the next step you, you recommend for people? Great question. So now we got to get a lead and we got to convert it into uh, a, into a conversation, into a relationship. <clears throat> yeah. The thank you page is a, is a, is a prime opportunity to, to optimize. So every, every stage of the funnel needs to be, be looked at. The thank you page is usually underwhelming in many cases. But then if you start to look at some of the things the big companies do with their thank you page, and if you're going to test it yourself, I recommend use a throwaway email. Don't put in your real phone number. What happens once you put your information into Zillow or one of these big companies? I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. So you know, if you're going to test some of these things out, use a fake one. But you'll see the thank you page, great opportunity. I say great spot to put a quick 30 second video. I've got a captive audience. You just answered like 20 questions for me. Instead of just saying, hey, thanks, someone's going to call you. And that's it. You leave them hanging. Great opportunity to introduce yourself. Tell them who you are, what you're all about. 30 seconds just to kind of put a name in a face and let them know next steps. Like, hey, I already shot you an email. That's got some good stuff for you. In fact, my calendar link is below. If you want to click that, you can move to the front of the line if you want to book yourself in my calendar. And also be on the lookout for a, for a text from my team to, to, to kind of schedule next steps. And that's what I, what I definitely recommend when that lead comes through is the following. How, how many people, so I'm curious, so like for every lead that goes through that with that thank you page, how many people listen to the video? I, I don't have numbers on that. That's a, right. that's a great question. But here's, here's what I will say. I'm just curious. That's a, that's a, and because that's, I like that idea and I've been seeing that that calendar more and more on people's stuff. You know, the here, here are my available appointments. Yeah. Calendly is huge. We use that internally. All our thank you pages on our, on our request forms and things like that are using that kind of setup. Um, you know, if they watch the video or not, there's still a nice button you can put right below the video. The right. video auto plays itself and it's on the thank you page. You've got a captive audience. And if you're not just going on and on about it, I think you have a good chance of them at least watching a little bit of it. Okay. In 30 seconds, no longer than a minute. You can point down and say, hey, book a time in my calendar. And then again, following up immediately as quickly as possible. But I would say one of the best ways to, to make that first touch uh, a success is, is using a text message. We have a lot of big clients and some different companies we partner with that do done for you lead follow up. And they're reporting a much higher engagement rate and success rate of getting somebody to respond when they're texting first and not just calling, calling right off the bat. Like text an acknowledgement, hey, got your info, this is Trish. I'm, um, I'm Tim's assistant. Wanted to see if you'd prefer to chat via text or if you'd like me to give you a call. 
Is, it, is that how you open it up though? I, dude, I'm asking for myself too with this. Yeah. So you, you open it up with a text first and the, in there, hey, what's up? But do you want to do this via text yeah. or phone, right? Yeah. Do you want to, okay. do you, would you prefer to chat, continue to chat via text or would you like me to give you a call? You give them, and the beauty of it is you've given them two options. Both of them are in your favor, really. You don't have a third, yeah. you don't have, or, or, I, or, or tell me to take a hike. No, it's either I'll call you or we could do this on text and respond back. But I say, hey, I'm at work, but let's do text. And then you gotta just kind of navigate that conversation. But texting is huge. If you're not texting clients, it's, it is absolutely a, a game changer if you're not doing that with leads that come in. I would say make that the standard and make that the first touch for internet leads especially. Okay. Um, Good to know. We've been, uh, we've been using um, uh, a, a text app on our desktop, you know, and it goes out from our main office line and two things happened. Well, one, we knew we'd get better response. I mean, cause there's so many people out there that just, they don't want to talk to a human. They want to text. Um, but two, what I was surprised by Andrew, and I don't know if you've seen this yet or not either. There were so many times where we would call some, like I would call you from my office line and then you would reply back, hey, I'm in a meeting, I can't talk, uh, call me later or something. Before we had this set up, like I never got those texts, they went to a landline, you know, but now we're getting these reply backs as we call somebody. It's kind of something I didn't even know we were missing. Yeah, 100% clients will let you know, like, hey, can't talk now, I'm at work until four, try me after five o'clock or I'm in the right. car driving and, and you start, you're like, perfect, okay. This would have been a ghost. Wouldn't have gotten any follow-up in the past that I not started doing this as part of my strategy. Now someone's straight up telling me, call them between four and five. They're going to be in the car for an hour. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Now in my calendar, I just create an update or an alert to, to follow up with that person, whereas you didn't get that in the past. Well, let's continue down this uh, funnel here. This, so you've texted, you, you, are you called? So you, you, let's assume you make contact with the customer. Uh, any advice on that? Yeah, I think that's where sales sales comes in and, and knowing that, you know, this conversation is now you trying to build trust, establish a relationship with that person, uh, you know, asking good open-ended questions, qualifying your prospect. I think right. a lot of the stuff I'm hoping as an agent uh, or as a loan officer, you've studied and you've trained on and you've got experience with, but it's not, you know, this isn't a referral from a past client or a friend that's a slam dunk, you know, they're skeptical, they've who knows how many other other forms they filled out online or how many other calls they're getting or what, what happens next. So, you know, trying to, to qualify the person with open-ended questions, take notes, fill up your CRM with as much information as you can. I would say scripting is, is good. Uh, if you don't have an actual script, that would be a, a recommendation is to create at least what your questions are going to be to kind of figure out where they're at in the buying process. Like why now, like what makes now, you know, the time to buy in your mind, just to kind of figure out like what's driving the decision, other decision makers, you know, all that kind of stuff that that's kind of standard sales one-on-one I think is important just to know you've got to be on your A game on these, you know, um, and not to give up on, on leads after a couple calls or if you don't get a response. You know, it's five to 10 touches and attempts is definitely something I would say you got to come into it expecting that, you know, some of them might be easier, but don't discard a lead after you called or tried a, a couple times and didn't get a hold of anybody. That's a, again, that's 
a lot of money to throw into the waste bin and to not do something with. Um, look at, if you're not good at the internet lead follow-up, look at some of the systems and companies out there that, that do it for you. Um, you know, we've got a company we work with closely that has done a great job for our clients because a lot of our clients aren't good at the internet leads. So they're just, they're doing all the follow-up for you and they're just setting up appointments and, and, and apps and, 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 you know, basically kind of queuing up the people that are the most serious and bringing them to the top of your, your list and doing all the grunt work for you. So there's tools and services out there that do a good job of it. And, uh, not sure if I'm able to, to give out a name. I don't, you know, there's nothing in it for me other than these guys do a great job. Oh yeah. Um, name them dude. I don't care. Yeah. A, a company called agentology. I love what these guys have done for a lot of our clients. And you know, some of our clients, a, couple, a guy recently has told me like, you guys helped me generate 200 leads. I'm so embarrassed to admit I only called probably like 15 of them. And I only called him like once or twice. He's like, I turned on agentology. He's like, I got nothing out of it. And obviously I didn't expect much because I just wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. He's like, I turned on agentology yesterday. I got two apps and multiple appointments already in my schedule out of it. So they do the follow-up. They've got scripting. They've got people doing it 24 uh, seven. They do text, they do email, and they actually call on your behalf and they'll follow your scripting. If you've got specific things you want them to ask or touch or to do to qualify the lead for you, it's a, it's a pretty cool service, and I think it's like really a missing link for a lot of people that aren't good at the internet lead follow-up and sales process. They just do the, the grunt work, and then you talk to people that are serious. Huh, cool. <clears throat> I was going to say, I was going to ask you about the follow-up part, but you said five to ten times is are the, the touches, like five to ten text, phone calls, the mix of it? Yeah. What do you do after ten? I would say you put them into a drip. You got to have some sort of a CRM system that's going to now just keep you in front of them. It's, these are now Hail Marys, you know what I mean? But if you got a system that once a month sends out a, a, some sort of a meaningful newsletter, that could be of value. Another tool I'll, I'll say I got to throw out there again. I don't, I don't make money off it, but something I really like in what I'm seeing with the folks at HomeBot. HomeBot, have you seen this one? Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> All right, HomeBot, dude. Home, HomeBot.ai, I think it is. So cool. The, the engagement, the open rate of people that like open the emails that they send on your behalf, it's for, for homeowners. So this would mostly be for someone looking to sell, potentially buy a new home. They give you market data and information in a really interactive, awesome kind of way. They get like a 90% open rate on their emails over, over like getting close to 2 million emails they're sending out per month for real estate agents. for loan And 90% open rate. Yeah, that's what I said. Then they showed me the email and they showed me the content and how this thing works. It's really cool. I'm a big fan of anyone that helps our clients do a better job of closing the leads that we help clients get. You know, leads are great, but if you're not closing them, they're, they're worthless. So no doubt. I see tools and systems that I, I see help clients convert more of the leads into sales. I, I like to share and, and put, you know, put that information out there because it's good for everybody. Gotcha, man. Andrew, you got anything else, man? Good info. Yeah, I don't know. You know, those are those are some basics, I think, you know, to keep it short and sweet. Don't just focus on on traffic, focus also on conversion. If you don't have that in place, you'll just jump to the conclusion that things you're doing don't work. And it's not that you have a traffic problem or any a marketing problem. You've got a conversion problem. It's like running your air conditioning and leaving all your windows open and then you say the AC doesn't work. It's you gotta you gotta look at both of these things. Otherwise, Ooh, you know, look at you, man. I like it. I like the AC I just, one. 
it's a good one. Uh, it's a yeah. good too. Otherwise, the stuff you're doing doesn't work, and you just assume all your marketing and uh, internet's not for me. As Facebook doesn't work, SEO is pointless. I've tried it; it didn't work. If you didn't convert, optimize for conversion. It's none of none of it will ever work. So, gotcha, Andrew. I appreciate it, man. So, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how do they how do they contact you, buddy? Go to leadpops.com. Number of different ways to to learn about what we're doing, and if you're interested. Uh, there's a free trial option and then there's different ways you can set up appointments to talk to our team to see if it's a good fit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, cool, Andrew. I appreciate it, you guys. And also, if you're watching this for the first time, don't forget, subscribe. We have it on YouTube. We have put this out on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts, but the audio form out there, Facebook, click like. Uh, really appreciate you guys checking this out. Don't forget, realtors, we do have that program. I want to keep talking about it. 12 months business bank statement program for self-employed people. Okay. No tax returns required and they will be able to qualify for a lot more of a loan than they could using their tax returns. If I can ever help you out, give me a call 239-437-4278 or my website, email, social medias, whatever. We'll put those out there for you. So appreciate you guys watching. Thank you very much. Andrew, sir. Thank you. Nice talking with you, buddy. Thanks, Tim.